Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford in Westford, Massachusetts, and this is the Spirit Walker's Devotion for June 24, 2006. The scripture passage comes from 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 11. But Naaman became angry and went away, saying, I thought that for me he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and would wave his hand over the spot and cure the leprosy. Please don't get so turned off by the war and the bloodshed that you stop reading the Old Testament, because there is so many wonderful stories woven throughout. This story of Elisha and an Aramean army commander, I think, is one of them. It presents itself as a healing story. The commander, Naaman, has leprosy. He doesn't indicate he sees any hope for his condition until a young slave girl speaks up. The girl is an Israelite, captured in one of Naaman's raids on Israel, and she serves Naaman's wife. This young slave tells Naaman that if he would go to Elisha, he could be cured. So first, there's an act of grace. A girl who's been kidnapped and taken into slavery seeks the healing of her master, her enemy, really. I'm not sure that's what I would have wished for him. Naaman listens to her, takes a pile of treasure to pay for Elisha's services, and heads off to see Elisha. When he gets there, Elisha hardly looks up. In fact, he doesn't see Naaman at all initially, only his messenger. Elisha tells the messenger to have Naaman wash in the Jordan seven times, and that'll do it. You'd think Naaman would be getting to the river as quickly as possible. But he isn't. He's mad. In this moment, we see the overweening pride of this high-ranking official. It's bad enough that he's gone to enemy territory as a supplicant, but he expected that the event of his healing should have as much pomp and circumstance as his office deserved. Elisha should be there personally, calling out on the name of God and essentially performing some obvious sign to enact the healing, something that would allow others to see that he was favored in God's eyes and how important he was. But no, Elisha just tells him to take a bath in the Jordan. Naaman's ready to go back home without his healing. Huh. I could take a bath in Damascus, he snorts. I don't need to come to this filthy place. Again, it's a servant who saves the day. The servant points out that if Elisha had asked him to do something really hard, he would have done it. Why does he refuse? Because it's easy. To the simple, this seems obvious. Again, Naaman listens to his servant and washes in the Jordan, and he is cured and converted. He goes to Elisha, says he will no longer worship other gods, and presents his gifts. Elijah won't take the gifts. Naaman goes home cured and changed. It's not really a healing story. It's a fabulous story about humility and what it takes to let God work in our lives. Without the voice of his slaves, he neither would have known about Elisha nor obeyed his command. Statements by Jesus about the last being first come to mind. To his credit, Naaman does listen to those voices. The slaves direct the master, and the enemy provides the healing, which Naaman must accept as a gift. He can't show off his wealth by paying for it. He can't display his high rank in a public healing display. He has to humble himself in the sight of the Lord, and with that he's lifted up a whole person, both physically and spiritually. That's what it takes for us as well. Human rank makes no difference to God. In fact, it can get in the way. God doesn't offer healing only to those who have a PhD or who run a business or who have received worldly fame.
God doesn't care. And God won't take any payment for God's work in our lives, except the allegiance of a loving heart. We'll hear God's voice coming from the least of these, as Jesus called them, and we might have to learn to love our enemies to find our wholeness. This story from the bloody Old Testament sounds to me like something that could have come directly from the lips of Jesus. It sounds like gospel. God's grace is a gift. You can't pay for it with your good works or your wealth. You can't earn it with your status. You need only to leave all of that behind on the shore and enter the waters and take a bath. Will you pray with me? Help me to put my self-importance aside, God, and accept your gift. Amen. Thank you for subscribing to Spirit Walker Devotions. I'm the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford at 10 Church Street in Westford, Massachusetts. If you're in the area, stop in for worship at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Spirit Walkers comes out each Saturday evening, and you can subscribe to it or my sermon podcasts either through iTunes or at www.annrobertson.com. You can also receive Spirit Walkers as an email and subscribe through the same address. If you'd like to drop me an email, I'd love to hear from you at ann at annrobertson.com. Thanks again for subscribing, and I'll look forward to being with you again next week. Music